Beatles were at Abbey Road Studios cutting their first numbers for Parlophone. Love, love me do. You know I love you. Martin's demeanour was gentlemanly, but he was tough. This first take of Love Me Do was dumped because he decided Ringo's drumming was substandard. But things improved. One, two, three, five! So I said, look, let's come into the studio and let's just go through the best songs in your act. Well, she was just 17, you know what I mean. So they came into the studio one morning and uh, we worked right through until about 11 at night. And I recorded, I think it was around about 11 tracks, something like that. And it was just like uh, recording a live album in a way, because it was all done onto two-track recording, because I kept the rhythm separate from the voices. So I was able to compress the two together and make a harder sound. George Martin would produce all the Beatles' studio albums except Let It Be, from rock and roll days to the later psychedelia and the ballads. When I think of love as something new, though I know I'll never lose affection. Martin was indispensable because of years of experience in the studio, his diplomacy, dealing with egos and schism, and his own musical instinct. Sometimes he even used his old keyboard skills. Martin came to feel undervalued at EMI. He quit and set up Air Studios in London and then built a second studio on Montserrat in the Caribbean, later destroyed by a hurricane. He remained in demand with artists as varied as Jeff Beck, Jose Carreras and, inevitably, Paul McCartney. In 1982, he topped the charts, duetting with Stevie Wonder, producer... George Martin. Together alive, ebony and ivory, live together in perfect harmony. Martin was knighted in 1996. Three years later came his last album as producer, but remastered, the classics still sold well. Before the Beatles, George Martin earned respect in the music industry. Shaping their talent earned him a place in music history. They always wanted to find out what was beyond the next bit, you know, and they wanted to explore. And as I'd done a lot of exploration myself, I was able to sort of show them things we could do, all kinds of effects and so on, which they loved. They had enormous musical curiosity. But the Beatles' ambition and need always to move forward was something George Martin always matched throughout his long and unique career. I don't really want to stop the show But I thought you might like to know That the singer's gonna sing the song Everyone's gonna sing along So let me introduce to you The one and only Billy Shears Sergeant Pepper's The only Hans Club Band 
That report put together by our arts correspondent Vincent Dowd, reminding us of George Martin's visionary qualities in his own words, and indeed with the help of some of the now classic pop songs that he helped to create. Let's hear more now about the magic of George Martin and also what he taught producers making music today. Martin Ware is a founding member of the band's Human League and Heaven 17. He's a producer himself now, and he used to work at George Martin's Air Studios. We worked at Air Studios at its peak, really, in the early 80s. And we used to bump into him all the time. And he was just an incredibly affable chap, really. I mean, very kind and generous with his time and his his attitude towards creative people. And uh, he had a wonderful way of making everybody feel special. I think that's a real uh, talent for record producers in general. And, you know, people who work at the very highest level in any profession... They don't need the airs and graces, really, to make what they do work. And and by the time he was doing what he was at Air Studios, he clearly was a a, a major, major figure in the music industry. And it's interesting to hear you say that he didn't, didn't behave in a grand way. Not at all. He managed to negotiate this delicate balance between friendliness...